Have you ever thought about God's will for your life? You know, God has a plan for you. Hey, I'm Todd with Ready Your Future, and this is a Bible devotional with a preparedness application. Hey, we're going to continue on from last week, and we're going to look at Genesis chapter 12, or really the story of Abram. Uh, we're going to go to the scripture, but really to get started, we're going to read a few verses in chapter 11, because that's really where the story starts. It starts with Abram's father. Now, we know Abraham, we call him Abraham, um, but his name before God changed it was Abram. And so, like I said, we're going to start out with Genesis chapter 11, verse 31, just a few verses here to get the full picture. All right. And I'll discuss this here in just a minute. So verse uh, chapter 30, chapter 11, verse 31, reading out of the New American Standard Bible. So Terah took Abram, his son, and Lot, the son of Haran, his grandson, and Sarai, his daughter-in-law, his son Abram's wife, and they went out together from Ur of the Chaldeans in order to enter the land of Canaan. And they went as far as Haran and settled there. The days of Terah were 205 years, and Terah died in Haran. Now the Lord said to Abram, Go forth from your country and from your relatives and from your father's house to the land which I will show you, and I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great. And so you shall be a blessing, and I will bless those who bless you, and the ones who curse you I will curse. And in you all the families of the earth will be blessed. So Abram went forth as the Lord had spoken to him, and Lot went with him. Now Abram was 75 years old when he departed from Haran. Abram took Sarai his wife, and Lot his nephew, and all their possessions, which they had accumulated, and the persons which they had acquired in Haran. And they set out for the land of Canaan. Thus they came to the land of Canaan. Abram passed through the land as far as the site of Shechem to the oak of Morah. Now the, Canaanite, now the Canaanite was then in the land. The Lord appeared to Abram and said, To your descendants I will give this land. So he built an altar there to the Lord who had appeared to him. Then he proceeded from there to the mountain on the east of Bethel and pitched his tent with Bethel on the west and I on the east. And there he built an altar to the Lord and called upon the name of the Lord. Abram journeyed on, continuing toward the Negev. All right, so let's go ahead and come back here and just talk a little bit about this. I mentioned that God has a plan for your life. And I think it's really interesting that when we talk about God's plan for our lives, we understand it in two ways. First, there is a, a general plan for your life that really is for all believers. So for instance, God has a plan for your life to love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. God has a plan for your life to preach the word, right? And to, to share the good news out there. God has a plan for your life to live holy in a righteous life. All of that is part of God's plan for your life. But then God has a very specific plan for your life that, that is just for you. That is something that he wants you to do. For instance, one of the things that God wants me to do is to share the gospel in the platforms that I have. So I started Prepper Website, I started the, the podcast, and I'm not ashamed to share my faith out there in the open. And so that's something that I do along with other things that God has called, called me to do. That is specific for me. Not everybody started Prepper Website. Not everybody started uh, the Prepper Website podcast, and then which became Ready Your Future. So there are specific plans that God has for your life. Now here we see that God had a very specific plan for Abram. 
I mean, God had a plan for him. It was that general plan is to, you know, walk in his ways and all of that, but a very specific plan. Like, hey, I'm calling you out of Ur of the Chaldeans to you are going to go down to the to the land of Canaan, and I'm going to give you that. I'm not only going to give you that, I'm going to give that to you and your descendants. It was a very specific plan for his life. Now, I think it's kind of funny that one of the reasons why I looked at uh, Genesis chapter 11 is sometimes our lives, we might know the plan for our life and God God begins to reveal that. And, and if you're not sure, if you're struggling with that, knowing God's will for your life, God's plan for your life, then the only real way to understand that is to spend time with him. The more time you spend with him, the easier that becomes to understand and identify through the Holy Spirit. Reading the Bible, staying in prayer, fellowshipping with believers, making sure that you're living that life where you can hear God and understand the leading of the Holy Spirit. That is very, very important. But that doesn't mean that it's going to be easy. Sometimes we come up on things in our life that, and we're walking in the will of God, we're walking for the, in the plans that God has for us, but we come upon times that we struggle. And sometimes that's God giving it, you know, to build our faith. Sometimes that's the world just throwing things at us. Sometimes that's Satan not wanting us to fulfill God's plan for our life. One of the reasons why I read and I started out in Genesis chapter 11 was if you notice Abram's father first started out leaving Ur of the Chaldeans. And I want to go back there in the scripture to just kind of just read that to you one, one more time. And I think this is very significant. Um, I'm not going to make a whole lot out of it. I think it's significant, I, I guess, the way that I see it. But I, it's like, I don't want to like make a, a, a whole biblical theological thing on it. But look at verse 31. Terah took Abram, his son, and Lot, the son of Haran, his grandson, and Sarah, his daughter-in-law, his son Abram's wife. And they went out together from Ur of the Chaldeans in order to enter the land of Canaan. You see, somewhere in Terah's heart, Abram's father, he, he had it to go to the land of Canaan. But he winds up stopping in Haran. Now, I, I love this. The word Haran, when you're talking about a person, means mountaineer. If you're talking about maybe uh, a place, it could mean mountainous. So sometimes in our lives, we get to places that are mountainous. Sometimes we get to things in our lives and in, in, in our plan, you know, the, the plan that God has for our lives. And it feels like a mountain. It feels like, hey, we're, we're trudging uphill and then we stall out. I tend to think and believe that maybe that's what happened to Abram's father, Terah. The Terah was called to go down to the land of Canaan. And eventually, of course, he would die and Abram would, would pick up the mantle there. But he, he gets to Haran, this mountainous area. And this, this, it was a hard time and he winds up dying. So God calls Abram at that time and says, hey, I want you to go on from there. So again, I don't want to make a big theological thing. I think it's just really interesting that that piece in the Bible is there. And I think maybe we should take a little bit of note on that, is that he stopped at a place called Mountain. We don't want to stop at a place called Mountain. We want to, st we want to continue pushing on. God promises that he's going to be with us. He told, he told Abram that I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to be with you. I'm going to bless those who bless you. I'm going to curse those who curse you. We have the same promises as children of Abram, his descendants, right, adopted into that line. But also we have the Holy Spirit as believers in Jesus Christ. So what is the preparedness application for this? 
God has put you, like if you're watching this or you're listening to this, God has put it upon your heart to prepare. There are things, there, you know, whatever it is out there, whatever caused you, whether it's the economic situation, whether it's political, whether maybe you live in an area with natural disasters like I do, you know, on the Gulf Coast, and it just makes sense to prepare for hurricanes and things like that. And so it's been put on your heart to prepare. It shouldn't totally engulf your whole life. But sometimes there's going to be things that happen that make it a little bit harder. And we need to make sure that we stay on track with what we're supposed to be doing. If God has put that into your heart, then that's something that will benefit you and your family. Abraham's plan for his life benefited his family and all the descendants that have come after that. Who knows what kind of you know plans that you have in place for you, for your preparedness will benefit your family. I mean, that's why we do it. We do it for a better future when uh, you know when trouble comes. So I wanted just one more thought here. Sometimes we, like I mentioned, we have those gen- uh, generic or general you know plans for our lives that God has for us, and then we have very specific ones. Another application that we can apply here is if we are not careful, we get to all the general things that we read about, that we hear about, that we see online about preparedness, and we can get caught up in that. We need to be very specific about our place. We need to be very specific about you know, our area. For instance, I'm down here in on the Gulf Coast. I'm not going to prepare for an ice or I'm not going to prepare for a blizzard, right? We've had ice storms, but I'm not going to prepare for a blizzard, right? And so it's very specific to my plan, you know, that, that I have. But God has a plan for your life. And it's very important. Part of that is you're watching this, you're listening to this, is preparedness. And he wants you to be prepared. And for whatever reason, it's there. And so who knows who you're supposed to help? Not only your family, who knows who else you're supposed to help? And you're supposed to be a light out there to tell other people, hey, let you, know, you need to get prepared. There's going to be hard times coming. And it makes a lot of sense. It's just common sense to be prepared for crazy things that, that, that are coming and th- crazy things that are out there. Even if you want to start out with the natural disaster type stuff. All right, guys, that's it. And that's all that I have for you. Let me go ahead and pray with you. All right. Father God, I pray for my friends, my preparedness friends, and I pray that you would help them to understand your plan for their life. Lord, the, the, the general plan that everybody that you have for everybody, the specific ones that you have for their life, and then the preparedness plans that you have put on their heart, Lord. Now pray that they are successful with that. I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, listen, if you want to... Uh, grow in your faith. I have some resources in the description uh, that you can check out and uh, I know that they will be a blessing to you. All right, that's it for this one. Thanks so much for watching. God bless. We'll see you on the next one.